It's time to go beyond the scores. Tell me a little bit about how your week went here at the Deutsche Bank Championship. And hear from the players themselves. You know, this is a game of confidence. Well, the first season was really tough. I can't believe the quality of the play that's going on over there. It's PGA one-on-one on Goldie Bounce Golf. Here's Liza Churchill. PGA Tour stop this week, Augusta National for the 75th Masters Tournament. For those PGA Tour players not in this week's field at Augusta, it's a vacation week of sorts. We're talking to PGA Tour professional Jimmy Walker, calling in from Texas. Welcome to Goldie Bounce Golf, Jimmy. Uh, it's good to be on. Thanks for having me. Did you happen to catch any of the uh, honorary starter ceremony at the Masters this morning? You know, I didn't. I was out at the uh, TPC San Antonio at the Oaks course trying to, you know, kind of do a little preparation for the golf tournament next week. And I just kind of got back home and we're going to try to check it out after we get done chatting. So you have a bit of a vacation week of sorts after competing last week at the Shell Houston Open. You tied the course record at Redstone. Can you tell me about that? Yeah, that was a, it was Thursday. It was first round, and it was it was a uh, it was a lot of fun. I I putted incredibly well that day, and I mean I made everything. Somebody told me after the round that I think I, they, I didn't miss a putt inside 20 feet all day. So for 18 holes, that's not too bad. Um, made a lot of good putts and. Just, it was a pretty awesome day. I would have liked to finish the turn off a little better, but good start nonetheless. Redstone is said to be one of the best or the best manicured course uh, outside of Augusta on tour. I would, I would agree with that. They do an incredible job um, every year with that golf course. The greens are as good as they get. Probably some of the best greens we've put on tour all year. I mean, honestly. You have three top 10 finishes so far this season, and you rank 25th on the FedEx Cup standings. Yeah, we, I've been real happy with the, with the start of the year. We, we played really well early, and, um, you know, I, I couldn't have asked for a better start. You know, I was close to winning and definitely want that uh, on the resume here pretty quick. Um, you know, so I'm looking, looking to keep it rolling and, and keep playing well and try to get a win. You're working on your game a little bit this week. Is there anything in specific that you're working on? A little bit. Um, last week, my miss was kind of right, so I've been working on kind of getting that back down the middle of the fairway and uh, just going out and getting acquainted with the golf course again. Um, I played well there last year at the Valero, and it was a brand new course. And you know, living here in San Antonio, it's uh, it's nice to uh, it's nice to be home and and hang at your home course for sure, and and get that week going. So just been getting ready on the golf, getting ready, looking at the golf course. I don't know if you heard, but it was announced today by the RNA and the USGA that there's been a revision in the scorecard rule, a new interpretation, taking into account the advances in video technology. So there'll be. I did. I, got, I, I received an email about that this morning. I thought that was pretty interesting. There'll be penalties instead of disqualifications. I, th- I think that's right. I mean, you should, you know, when you when you break the rules, you know, there needs to be consequences, and you know, a lot. There's so many rules of golf. There's a lot of little rules that you just don't know, and and it's it's hard when somebody calls in after the fact and and tries to get you disqualified. And I've never been a big fan of the call-in rule. You know, there's not a lot of malicious intent on tour. I don't think guys are out there actually trying to cheat, and it's 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 real. It, I think that's what this rule is going to help eliminate is is uh, all these you know the people calling in and and busting guys for rules that they didn't know they were breaking not trying to break and I think that's what's uh, I think it's good I think so too because usually at a tournament the cameras are on the top players so they're kind of targeted in a way you don't know what's going on with the rest of the field a little bit but at the at the same time you know 
it, it, it's going to go both ways. I think I don't. I don't think uh, the whole ruling with Padraig was kind of a, kind of a deal, but uh, I think that was kind of the you know the kicker at the end of the deal. But I think it's it's fair for everybody. I mean, honestly, you know, there'll be there, there are people from the gallery that call in too. So, what is your least favorite rule in golf? Do you have one that kind of bothers you a little bit? <laughs> oh gosh! Um, Just off the top of your head, I don't want to make you, you know, think I, too much. Spike marks on the green, those are always a big one. Um, it's gotten better with guys wearing soft spikes, but I think these soft spikes now have gotten so big and bulbous that they actually do more damage to the green than, than a spike mark actually does. But just right off the top of your head, that's that's just kind of the one I could think about. I'm sure there's a, if I really thought about it, there's quite a few more, but um, spike marks on the greens, that kind of thing. Well, we all remember last season during the FedEx Cup when Jim Furyk was deemed ineligible to play because he uh, overslept through the Pro-Am. I believe that they've changed that ruling. They have. That was that ruling was put into effect a while ago when guys were intentionally missing Pro-Ams. So they weren't showing up and, you know, just kind of blowing them off. And so they did that rule to uh, make guys play. And what happened to Jim was... He wasn't. He wasn't trying to miss his pro am. You know, we don't have guys miss pro ams very often anymore, and he wasn't trying to miss it. I'm pretty sure, and you don't want to get uh, you don't want to get hurt by that. So I think it was a good idea to change that rule a little bit. I think so too. You have uh, an exciting time out there on tour. Your wife Erin travels with you to PGA Tour events in an RV. Um, we bought it back in October, and we've been loving it. I actually uh, interviewed Troy Matson's wife last summer, and I believe that they travel in an RV as well. They do, actually. Yeah. yeah we've, uh, we've seen them out. Yeah, there's only a couple of families that do that on tour. Probably a couple of handfuls of, of guys that do it. You know, it's probably 10 guys that got buses, 12 guys. Your wife, Erin, also writes an amazing blog called Tour Wife Travels. Tell me about the inspiration for this. Yeah, she uh, she went to school in Colorado, and she she had uh, her degree was along those lines, marketing, journalism type deal, and she was just kind of wanting to have something to do on the road and, and, you know, speak out a little bit, and so she started this old blog, and I think it's taken off pretty well, and it's nice, you know, we've had the bus every week, and we're not getting to go out and do as much uh, exploring anymore just because we've got our, our little nine-month-old boy with us. And you know, I think anybody knows taking a little, you know, taking babies out to dinner is just not, you know, it's not it's not everybody's cup of tea. But, um, you know, it's been great. She's been having a lot of fun doing it. And, um, you know, and having the bus out all year has been, been great, too. So. All right. Well, Jimmy, I want to thank you so much for taking time to call in and best of luck next week in San Antonio at the Valero Texas Open. Well, thanks so much, Lizzo. Thanks for having me on. You're listening to Goldie Bounce Golf Live on 95.9 WATD.